Also, if that fridge kicks on, it's going to be extra loud. Why you got the loud fridge? You are dripping that on your crotch. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you know, fleece. It won't go through. Fair enough. Anyway, we got the loud fridge because we bought the cheapest fridge we could. Because we originally went to get a deep freeze and then was like, well, this one is the same price. It has a fridge attached to it. Less freezer, though. True. But we don't. at the time, we didn't have that much frozen stuff. We have a lot more now. But... I don't know what deep freezes you were looking at. Deep freezers are not expensive. Like, we got ours for like $70 or something. Seven? Oh, well, okay. <laughs> it, was, it was double digits and we got it from oh. Fred's. So. No, I don't know. This was like three maybe 300 i don't know what it was like but we could I mean, get 300 a fridge. fridge is also pretty good i mm-hmm. think like it doesn't do anything <laughs> i hope it keeps I mean, things cold. cold yeah but then like make ice or anything or... well sure and most of the year like we keep cokes in it other than that right the fridge part's normally empty uh, except for like around my like birthday party or whatever when it's like we got a cake out there and like mm. so my cinnamon didn't get dissolved the way it's supposed to <laughs> is that so why you're swirling, swirling away trying to trick it into getting dissolved dripping it but on now it's not sack it's not hot enough to dissolve the cinnamon also i put way too damn much cinnamon in there like, I, I believe you hunks of floating <laughs> cinnamon it looks like mold yeah or like chewing tobacco <laughs> I don't mess with hot drinks. Here's my honey and chewing tobacco drink. <laughs> this is it just water and honey and cinnamon and uh, lemon juice. Hmm. That's a good uh, sore throat drink. I guess that makes sense. I've got cough drops if you need them. They come in a little tic tac thing now, apparently. Mm, that is nice. I gave Remy a cough drop the other day, and he did pretty well with it for you know three or four minutes before he was like, "I'm done with this." Mm. And he also wouldn't swallow the shit, so he was just he was holding it <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Ugh. And then Lauren got him some like. Cough drop suckers, which I didn't know were a thing. No, I didn't either. I uh, was coughing really bad in the middle of the night and put a cough drop in my mouth at like 1230 uh, and then blinked and it was 430 and it was still <laughs> in my mouth. And I'm like, okay, well, I feel like I could have died. So that's fun. Right. Yeah. That's the risk you play on the <laughs> cough drop in the middle of the night. Like, yeah. And it was also just like suction to my cheek. Like it was not pleasant. <laughs> Well, I kind of want to quit coughing, but I might die. Like, see how this turns out. (laughs) Good thing we are outside. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I'm sticky. I imagine. Do you want to fix that? No. Okay. Just, Just be sticky. watch disney i don't know what episode we are anymore my name's jake i'm dustin we're talking about pocahontas today that's a movie what do you know about that one i know this is about the age uh where i decided disney may not be for me anymore (laughs) as i was growing up i think critics decided about the same thing around this point because as you know if you've been following the podcast we were in the mid 90s this movie was released in 1995 we're coming off about like six bang it's been all killer no filler for like the whole 90s so far but 
now we've reached Pocahontas and it was not reviewed as well as, you know, all the great films that came before it, you know, Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast. It's hard to be up there in that company, especially when you're trying to tackle a not exactly easy story in American history to cover. Like, and you're trying to turn it into this Beauty and the Beast kind of thing that's all very romanticized and questionable at, at best, I'd say. Yeah, I, w- I was wondering, uh, from, we should have discussed this off mic, but here we are. Like, do we want to try to talk about it from a, like, pretended still 1995 <laughs> when we're talking about it deal? Or are we going to, like, from the start address the, like, here we are in 2021 yeah. and, like, we got problems. Welcome to Critical Race Theory, the podcast. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't feel like this is the sort of thing that can be ignored when you're not, you know, seven and watching this for the first time or whatever. Like, in America, uh, as kids that grew up in the 90s, Dustin born a little bit before me, but, like, I definitely felt like American Indians were treated the same way, like, ancient Egyptians were treated in, like, learning about in school and stuff. Like, that was long ago in the past and you know they existed they had a culture but you know it's all gone now and we'll just treat them like these fun like mascots for our football teams and stuff oh yeah and that's um a nice job of squishing together american history and making it sound a lot longer ago than it was oh not just fun mascots not just fun mascots for our football team I was talking about this at work the other day. I still remember in first grade, they divided all the first grade students into uh, pilgrims and oh. Indians. Hmm. And like, not even like within each class, like some classes were a class full of Indians, okay. some a class full of pilgrims. And, and then I guess maybe we had some sort of uh, big Thanksgiving whole first grade got together deal. I don't remember. So I was in the Indian class, of course. Mm-hmm. And so we did what you do. You take a paper grocery bag you cut mm-hmm. it up and make an indian vest poke some put some glue some feathers on there of course yes and then coffee can you bring that for your indian drum to, mm-hmm. to play on and then we each were given indian names by our teacher yep um, where mine was little dust cloud pretty um, clever, which is pretty least. cute since my name is dustin but still the whole rest <laughs> of it is all kinds of problematic right because that, we treat at least we did treat Indians like they were fictional characters and not people that, you know, to some extent still live and exist in this country and don't exactly have the greatest go of things, you know? Right. Um, that said, the other day I got an alert from my son's daycare mm-hmm. where, you know, what activity, thing? <laughs> what activity were they doing? They were making Native American headdresses and then they sent huh. us pictures of their little headbands with feathers they had made, which was cute on my kid. Like, Kids I, like I mean, to dress up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I know it's wrong, but like he did look cute. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely remember doing the Native American, you know, unit or whatever in kindergarten or whatever. And we had to do... uh you know come up with our own i don't think it was assigned to us i think we had to come up with our own indian names and like as a five-year-old i did not understand the cultural appropriation that i was supposed to be doing because i was like i want my name to be uh batmobile right can i be game boy (laughs) yeah shit like that i'm michelangelo and kids like no you gotta do something with like feathers or you know wampum take take your pick Got a whole big bag of stereotypes to pull from, and you're reading some other book right now. Do we just want to just uh, brain dump things, uh, you know, memory dump Native American things from our childhood? Like, I, I'm sure we can't sit Indian style anymore. Although that 
I don't think it's supposed to be, but like, isn't that the other Indian? Because that so. comes from like that's a yoga pose too, right? But now it's you know crisscross applesauce, which is fun. That's fun to say. Sure. Uh, you know our our dad and and both our uh, grandfathers also super into John Wayne movies. Oh yeah, and like uh, you know lots of Indians in that. Um, that's Fa- probably very few actual Indians in the film. Well, I'm sure. I would yeah. guess, you know. But no whiskey. As, we as, go home. As Chris Rock would say, Puerto Ricans with feathers in their hair. Right, yeah. So that's that's unfortunate. That's uh, really our <laughs> okay. our experience. Thought we were already uh, fucked up. Growing up was there. just our, you know, our school not hitting on how to teach Native American history. At least then... Southern American schools in the 90s. Like, it, yeah. we some schools have grown along a lot since then but like this was the culture of the time and it's ain't it ain't good but our you know, junior high i believe is still called the warriors and has a native american logo me. not quite the uh washington football team yeah but similar vein of logo i mean the word warrior itself is could a be anything fine yep. uh mascot but when you make the image <laughs> that you know that it it's not okay anymore I mean, on the scale, if we got our spectrum here of, like, whatever, I vaguely remember what that logo looked like, versus, like, the Cleveland Indians guy. Which they are gone now. They They have officially, you know, moved on. I'm just saying, ours looked more like a real person and less like a cartoon. Right. But still not good anyway hi everyone this is mostly what this podcast is gonna be because this movie it's not the best yeah normally uh when it's a good movie i don't have much to write normally when it's a bad movie i have a lot to write i had almost nothing to say on any of this just like (laughs) i'm watching whatever i'm looking at his page here it's a paragraph and scores it's it's not much uh it's yeah oh lord so the idea was we need to cover America, this story from American history that is questionable at best in terms of whether or not it actually fucking happened at all. Uh, and we're going to do it in 90s Disney cartoon form. And it's about as subtle as you would expect. But the, the story itself was based on John Smith, who was, you know, one of the early settlers of Jamestown, one of the, er, you know, not the first. Is that the, I don't fucking remember my. Let's go back through like learning american history growing up i'd like to point out that even though the woman is even though the movie is named pocahontas that this racist asshole is like so this movie's based on john smith i was going somewhere with it oh okay i was gonna say it's based on his writings is basically where this whole story it's not based on pocahontas (laughs) well because we don't really it's really not about pocahontas because pocahontas uh i did a little bit of research she had an actual story of shit that happened in her life that was interesting and is actually covered more in pocahontas 2 if we ever want to watch that shit but like she you know uh after growing close somewhat with the 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 colonists and stuff uh you know learned english pretty well and ended up getting taken to i don't know that she had a choice in the matter getting taken to uh england and marrying an englishman right not john smith a different john uh and i don't know doing shit over there she's that's why she's remembered historically but john smith it sounds like wrote like one paragraph in his writings about yeah and this indian girl saved me one time and probably said she was sexy i don't know and she was definitely a child at the time i'm sure once she got to England, just the just the worst racist shit happened there. Like, comes, like they probably like sat her on a stool in the middle of the town and said, "Like, come see the tamed savage." You know, like just... uh, probably. You know, I wasn't there. I don't recall. I was gonna say something before you stopped me on the 
calling me out on what the movie's called. I was just going to say, like, just before we get into the movie, just like, who did they think they were making this movie for is my, like, question I had watching. Well, not even, like, all right, so you're Disney. You make kids' movies. Like, Mm -hmm. you're making movies about lions, and you made a movie. Like, I mean, it's deeper than that, I know. But just as far as getting kids in the door, like, kids don't know about Hamlet. There's lions in this movie. I want to go see it. You're making fairy tales. You're making, uh, even with, like, Rescuers Down Under, like, there's, you know, there's critters in it (laughs) that they're going to like. There are. Australia's fun. The boy is, you know, wild and running around. But, like, what if we made a cartoon about, like, a historical fiction like we'll just take right. this you know we'll make a cartoon version of some shit that actually happened right in quotation marks because that's the thing it's not like the writers did not they it sounds like disney did some of their like due diligence in the making of this film they did like actual research they hired a largely uh you know indigenous cast to be a part of it uh and also mel gibson and christian bale was kind of neat uh christian bale was not a thing at the time they don't get credit for christian bale yeah well they like found him he wasn't really doing any major roles at the time he wasn't after it came out either it's not like they like gave him his big break like true that's like five years still till american psycho i guess uh again my brain just stopped (laughs) oh they tried they tried to do good but it's not like they didn't discover issues in this plot along the way like they it sounded like they were well aware yeah pocahontas was a kid and it doesn't sound like there was any romantic stuff going on with john smith but like we for some reason wanted to do like a beauty and the beast style romance with this we didn't want it to be very comedic and silly we wanted it to be pretty serious so let's age up pocahontas and have her fall in love with this guy that she didn't actually love or marry at any point um well i mean she saved his life she must have cared for him in some way like i guess he says she saved her life well she saved his life this is just some old white dude from 500 years ago wrote a line in, in his journal some old like, white dude that you know as recently as when i was in college we still had to read in my like american true. lit i remember uh, reading some of that class. shit i don't know what it was now i remember he came off like a huge asshole well, whatever believe the, it or like, not it's general history of virginia or whatever something yeah. like that it's history, like, with an E on the end for reasons. <laughs> there you like, go. you know. So you know it's old time. The reasons being it was written in the 1600s, <laughs> but still, or seven, six, I don't know when they came. He was probably 16, dead by the 1700s. 16, yeah, 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 that's what I was going to do. Like, timeline of American history as taught to children at the well, time. Yeah. <laughs> like, 1492, Columbus shows up. We won't talk about any of the shit he did when he got there, because it was all horrific. Well that and also like we're not going to talk about the caribbean like we're no gonna talk about true you know states the contiguous u.s fair um, enough but then like why is it called america well actually this other guy named americo vespucci we'll yep. never talk about him at all nope, don't. but this will be a fun like trivia note if you know it yep that's what he's named after mm-hmm. or what it's named after we're gonna say columbus discovered this place that people already lived yep. uh and then fast forward jamestown which is where this story happens um so I was going to say it's the first colony settlement, whatever, but I don't know what's what anymore because I'm 31 and elementary school was a long ass time ago. I mean, are the are the pilgrims next? Is Jamestown Jamestown was pre-pilgrims. Okay. Because the think. Mayflower deal is like 1620. I think so. I think this was like 1607 Okay. But the first one, I remember, you remember the name of the first, like white person to be born in america like no she ended up dying like the whole colony was lost but her name roanoke virginia oh dare was her last name virginia but dare she was named after the 
colony, of course, Virginia, and then Dare was her last name. But then she died. I don't remember what happened. I don't know. It was like a flood. Everybody fire, died. Natives. I don't think it was natives. She shit herself to death. Probably it was the 1600s. It was the whole colony. <laughs> that could happen too. Okay. I think it was on Roanoke Island. Look it up. Somebody knows. I've got part of the details down. <laughs> well, so did the writers of this film, because like that's what I was wondering while watching it. Is like. If you're gonna just do something new, why not just do something completely new and don't like pull two figures out of American history right. and make a thing out of well, it? Well, like, but my thing, going back to like, who is this for? Like, if you wanted to make a like, we're gonna make the Pocahontas story, why would you make it a cartoon? Like, make it a live action, like Last of the Mohicans came out around this time, That's right? True. Like, yeah. make it a live action thing. Like, you could do that. Maybe they knew about all the kids in kindergarten learning Indian names and wanted to, <laughs> I guess, you know. Like, that's our market I, I just don't know like so it's for kids but like we're gonna do this love story thing right. that like we haven't we've done with varying degrees of success before like you what did what did you say it was like I already forgot which other movie you can be Beauty and the Beast yeah. I thought a little more like Little Mermaid where like she's got her people and they're like yeah. watching him from afar or whatever Things, or like yeah, the too. way she watches Eric and the men on the boat but like it's also Romeo and Juliet is a pretty obvious comparison too yeah but if we're just sticking within Disney movies, right. like, they're kind of doing uh, Little Mermaid again. But, like, why? Like, you could have picked something more kid-friendly, and then it's just all confusing. Because kids aren't going to care about the love story parts of this. Right. And then you added in the, like, raccoon and the... That's what the kids like. Hummingbird, <laughs> which, yeah, kids like, the, but they don't the get bulldog. a whole lot to do. Every now and then the raccoon and bulldog, you know, fart on each other or whatever. <laughs> Pretty much. But that's about it. Like, the willow gets to be cool, I guess. And then, like, the music, like, I know we've had really nice things to say about uh, Minkin, or however you say his name, Men I Minkin, think Minkin, Minka, Minkin. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing to <laughs> his name. Anyway, Minkin, we've had nice things to say about Minkin, but I feel like in this movie, it's went, it went too far Broadway, where, like, it just seemed very old. Like, the music was not I, at all for kids. Really. I thought lyrically it was pretty stupid at times, well, but the music it was kick-ass, in my opinion. It's cool, but I just think, like, if you're a little kid, like, compare it to, like, if we back up some movies. Like, True. Lion King, you know... Yeah, there's no, like, jazzy fun right. in this. And, and so you back up even, even like with Beauty and the Beast, which also doesn't have any, like, jazz in it. You've got Be Our Guest is a big show-stopping mm -hmm. thing. You've got Bonjour, Bonjour, Bonjour. You've got, like, energy, and there's not right. really any of that in this. It's all just very, they're you know, musically impressive songs like mm -hmm. Colors of the Wind, and everybody sang it in the fifth grade talent show. <laughs> like, it's a talent show I where imagine. four people are singing the same damn song. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so there's that, but... I just feel like uh, everything is like, it's like we made an adult story in a kid's movie and instead of it like being a cool mesh that everybody enjoys, it's right. like nothing is for anyone. It's like I wrote in my notes, uh, I went on a weird WWE rant on this because of course you that's, did. Like, so take I'll, a I'll drink of 200 that's words, that's going to be 80 it's of them. here at the bottom. <laughs> WWE, uh, well, if you're not, if you're unfamiliar with the product, um, which a lot of we people are, are now, since, since nobody watches anymore. Uh, WWE views itself as, uh, or views its target audience as young people, mm -hmm. uh, children, uh, seemingly, you know, teenagers and, and maybe slightly 18 younger. to 24 or Well, even younger than that, though, like with their, like, sort of, you know, they make toys and, and stuff that, and so they, they try to, they think they make a product for a younger audience. The actual audience, if you look at the data of their show, is right. older than it's ever been. Yep. But they haven't 
tried to gear themselves toward that older audience. They keep making a like kitty. Right. You're really, you know, you're not smart enough to handle any complicated storylines. We're making this show for children. Right. But well, only grown ups and old ass grown ups yeah. are watching. And, and then nobody's we, happy with this. Like, and then we're like, and here's Bad Bunny and like I I'm sure loads of people know who he is. We're both over thirty and don't listen to current music. I don't know who the fuck he is no, at all. I don't know who he is. He likes and, wrestling and he did some shit that seemed like he had a good time and was good at it. Right. But and so there's just like we're old and out of touch. And disc- most people that watch it are older than us. Right, and so there's a disconnect in the product they're trying to make and the people who are actually watching it. And the same thing here. Like, you tried to make a kid's movie, but you made an adult kid's story that kids don't care about or get. It's true. And so it just all is confusing. And... And then you add in all the 2021, like, I don't want to watch colonization happen in (laughs) a kid's movie. I don't trust you to handle this, Disney. And, like, even if they did get a native cast to do this... Like, even in 95, mm. 95 when it came out, it was still protested then. Like, by right. people going, like, this is, you know... Uh, this is a lot of stereotypes. This is yeah. not what our culture was and that kind of stuff. Exactly. So, uh, and so it hadn't gotten better in that time. <laughs> not really, no. And the opening of the film, like, there's no subtlety to a lot of the dialogue in this either. Like... We see all the Englishmen getting on the ships because they're going to go sail to the New World. And, like, the way they're talking to each other is like, oh, you think we'll have to fight any Indians? Oh, I bet we will, but we got John Smith with us. He can kill all the Indians. He's like, yeah, I've done it before. I'll do it again or whatever. Killing (laughs) savages is what I do. Right. And it's like, okay, I mean... We're, I get we're not supposed to be on his side here, and he's probably going to learn lessons, but, like, this is just unpleasant. Right, and these are, you know, these are, in theory, the good guys in the movie, and in fact, and this is where I first started to get uncomfortable <laughs> with the movie, mm-hmm. is as we were watching it, I watched it with my son, who's three now, and he asked me as this scene was going on like is he a good guy which is what he asks in all anything we watch Mm -hmm. but like i didn't know how to answer him because like right no but he's supposed to be for the purpose of this movie and like i didn't want to explain it was a whole shit (laughs) yeah when do you is he when do you rip off that band-aid yeah it's like well race relations (laughs) right and and if you take the race part of it out of it like the idea of like in the 1600s, even if people started in the 1400s exploring the oceans in that way, mm-hmm. you know, at a time when there's no electricity, no, you name it, they ain't got shit. Let's get on this <laughs> yeah. wooden ass boat <laughs> yep. and float for six months or so and hope we find land on the other side. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd either A, have to be really adventurous, which is probably a small percentage of the people, and B, just be that fucking desperate <laughs> yep. to do anything. Like, because it don't hit to be poor at any time. Like, not to make this a great, more class than race thing, but like, yes, what they did once they got to America was shitty and awful to the natives and, and then later on to the enslaved peoples that they brought. Yep. But the people who actually came were relatively brave to have decided to do That's that. That's true. Like, or, you know, brave, desperate, whatever word you want to use. And this is when I looked at my notes earlier and giggled because I just saw where I wrote, yo, fuck boats. Because, like, <laughs> Seriously. if that was me, no. In the 1600s, no way. I'll stay here and starve to death. Yeah. I'm not getting they on that. They didn't know where the sun went at <clears throat> night and they're yeah. gonna, like, get on this boat and just hope they make it because some right. other, and some then... Italian fucker made it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but... we can do it. Like, why not? Like, of course, there's something over there yeah 
And then I just thought of the Lewis Black bit where he's like, the first thing I want to know is where am I going to shit? <laughs> right. And then, well, I thought about that too because then his other bit, and if you haven't seen this Lewis Black bit, it's fantastic. From 20 years ago. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when they get to the New World and they're seeing all these animals they've never seen, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the fuck is that? I want to eat it. <laughs> which, and they saw which, like, when John Smith gets there, and spoilers, he befriends uh, Pocahontas's raccoon buddy, he's immediately like, oh, hi, little fella, and not like, I'm going to eat you, which is what I figured would immediately happen. But no. Right, and I get, so we want to set it up where, like, you know, the the white people represent, like, industrialization, which isn't a thing at this point. But, you know, the, yeah, whatever. And then so the natives are, they're in tune with the land or whatever. Yep. But, of course, it has to be like, well, the natives can talk to animals. <laughs> That's just a power they have. Yeah, like, so there's a few times when it's like, okay, I'm sure they wanted to represent native culture and, you know, things that are sacred. And all this stuff that we white people just kind of have to guess about because we don't this entire up. population got wiped off of this country. But, like... There's sometimes where they're just like totally magic in this movie, which is not surely accurate. But you know, like when we get to the scene where Pocahontas and John Smith meet each other, and this I we didn't talk about childhood memories. I didn't watch this film till I was 13, and we watched it in American history class because <laughs> school systems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they meet each other, and like they just kind of stare at each other, and we have the little listen with your heart uh, musical refrain in the background. But, like, they don't say anything and just wind blows around them and then they can understand each other's language all of a sudden. Which is kind of cool, except we've already heard her speak English earlier in the movie. <laughs> right. And, like, so the... It's it, confusing to exactly, an actual like, kid, I would so think. So, like, so watching now, I was like, oh, they don't speak the same language. And then it's an obstacle for 20 seconds and then it's <laughs> right. fine. Which, as when I saw it at age 13, that's the first time I remember going, like... Watching a movie and being like, that's fucking bullshit. Like, <laughs> what on earth? Like, you gotta show... I guess somehow, like the act of learning a new language from someone who doesn't speak anything with you would take, I assume, months to years to do. But, you know, then we get the confusing timeline of this movie where, like, hey, we found each other, now we gotta fight, uh, but we're gonna stop fighting till other warriors show up and fight some more. We can't have ten months go by in that time without it being too weird, I guess. To continue on with our knowledge of Native American <laughs> uh -huh. history, there are basically three Native Americans that were taught about Pocahontas being yes. one, Squanto, who helped mm -hmm. the pilgrims, being another, and Sacagawea. Yep. And Sacagawea may be my favorite, because the it's thought fun is, to say. like, because you... Well, it's fun to say, yes. But, like, hey, we're gonna go tour this whole goddamn continent. We don't know what's out there. Mm -hmm. We'll take a native with us. She can talk, because they all look the same. They must all speak the same That's language. Another big part right. is, like, growing up, we all just thought Indians were one thing, like... When that's not at all a representative, because it right. was loads of different tribes and different. So we'll take her. She probably knows cultures. all their languages or whatever. Of course. Plus, they'll see she's with us, so they'll think we're cool. Like, look, we got look, look at us. Look what we got. We're like, the white friends. Come on. We got a cool ass native girl with us. You know, be our friends. Yep. Sacagawea. Who knows what kind of put bullshit. her on the dollar exactly. In you know two thousand. Yeah, for like six months because no one uses those dollar coins. No. We should totally. Like, paper one's not helpful. I mean, we should stop having physical currency, is my well, opinion. Sure. Just go straight bartering. <laughs> Where were we? There's a bad guy. We should probably talk about yeah, him. I was I was happy sticking with the when they're still in England part. Like, I mean, yeah, well, we're in England. We get on the boat. 
we meet John Smith, we meet his little buddy, his I, young boy. I uh, was going to give them credit for just jumping into the, like, we don't need true. to, like, oh, my life here is boring, or yeah. I feel unfulfilled, let's just get on the boat. Because, like, the part in uh, Muppet Treasure Island, before they actually get on the boat, true. Like, part of it is cool where, like, the, you know, blind pew or whatever, mm-hmm. and the, like... Those little girls have it. I may be visually challenged, but I can see you're lying. <laughs> that kind of stuff is fun. And, like, how does she bloody do that? Billy Connolly, also in this movie. Yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, he was supposed to play someone with a British accent, mm-hmm. um, but his throat hurt doing that, which to me is crazy that, like, if someone trying that's to sound a, Scottish would, like, be the one whose throat would normally hurt. Right. Like, but uh, anyway, now I got distracted. But that was what I was thinking Rain watching. England. was like, it's, I'm glad we're just getting on the boat and going and, like, that's true. jumping straight into the action. But then there wasn't really any action. Yeah, the I action is there's, like, a storm at sea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we need... Which is, which is why I thought of, like, Little Mermaid, I guess, because, like, Fair enough. I have to redo the opening of that. But um, without any mermaids. Right, and you're right. We meet our villain who's, you know... Ratcliffe. Probably the best part of this movie, but, I mean, he's not a good villain. Like, no, I didn't give him a good score later. pretty one-dimensional. He just... Yeah. Well, that's... The other thing is, like, how are we going to explain the motivations of colonists? Like, because, really, colonialism is, like, we just want to go here and take what's here and be here and fuck everybody that's already right. here for the people that are in charge it's that right. for the people who are just going new to world life. new life yeah i ain't got shit here new year like, new me right yeah <laughs> maybe i'll just you know see what's out there right but it's hard to do use like manifest destiny as a like motivation in a kid's movie so he wants gold instead when like that's questionable because like what's he gonna do with it when he gets there they get off the boat and immediately start digging like well, right but he explains that from the start of like he feels disrespected in his true he's gonna go there find gold everyone will love him he'll go back to court he might even become the new king which straight to treason <laughs> yeah, like, fair enough <laughs> i'm gonna find so much gold they'll let me run this place yep. like see how that works out for i looked up uh actual ratcliffe because like john smith this was based on a real dude but not one that had anything really to do with this story but uh i looked it up and he got the shit murdered out of him oh yeah i went and took a screenshot of this i guess uh trigger warning everybody for violence here spoilers at the end of the movie the men do seem upset with him they just throw him on a boat and it's not the men that do it it's the natives Uh, the real governor ratcliffe along with 14 fellow colonists died when they were invited to a gathering with the powhatan tribe the powhatans promised the starving colonists would be given corn but the colonists were ambushed Ratcliffe was tied to a stake in front of a fire. Women removed the skin from his entire body with muscle shells and tossed the pieces into the flame as he watched. They skinned his face last and finally burned him at the stake. So... With muscles, like, they scraped the motherfucker? Like, they just... <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Jesus. Like, with a pumpkin carver. That's badass. Yeah. I'm not so, even mad. You know, if you want to know the Disney version of American history... Is a lot more cleaned up. It's a mermaid redo, rebel daughter, love and dad. Yep. So there's some mermaid, uh, really mermaid and Princess Jasmine allegories here too. When we meet Pocahontas, who we haven't talked about at all yet, but our our main character, if you're Dustin, not not me apparently. Uh, but yeah, she is a free spirit, but there's no other like depth to that. She's a free spirit with no like pressure, basically. Because, like, her dad, unlike Jasmine, her dad, like, kind of vaguely says, hey, this guy wants to marry you. You should do that. And she's like, I don't know where I want to go with my life. 
and that's kind of it. And she's not quite as obnoxious as, say, Ariel with no, the she's way not. she interacts with her dad. But Ariel, there was more tension, I guess, because it was like, hey, you have to do what I say, but... Yeah, I was a little surprised. Like, we only every now and then do, like, a, well, she gets that from her mother, and then, like, the mm-hmm. leaves will go by or whatever. Yep. Like, we don't do a lot of, like, oh, when we lost your mother, whatever, yeah. like, sort of... Not a lot know. of backstory. No, but just kind of... You know how this goes. She's the rebel, and her dad wants her right. to marry this guy, but she wants to marry a different guy. Right. So, uh, as we get to the Indian village, um, the Powhatan tribe, they are meant to be. This is Chief Powhatan, is uh, Pocahontas' dad. I'm going to try to say things like that, and not just, yeah, then there's the Indians. But <laughs> uh, So, we return to the village. Uh, the, the chief is returning to the village after like defeating another tribe in a battle. Uh, and he's like, hey, where's my daughter? And then we cut to free spirit Pocahontas out living her best life, jumping off of waterfalls and that kind of shit. She is voiced by a woman named Irene Bedard, I think it's pronounced. And uh, looked it up. She apparently got arrested a couple times last year. Uh, some pretty messed up stuff. So, hmm. Doesn't sound like she's doing great these days. Well, that's that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a friend uh and a raccoon friend and a oh, hummingbird friend the still i was like uh, <clears throat> no no what? no pocahontas sorry oh, okay i'm going from note to note here and yeah so we got cute animals we got free spirit girl and yeah a lot of this is did you read what other animal was supposed to be her friend i did and i was sad i know because it would have been it wouldn't have fit at all it no. wouldn't have made any sense but it would have been awesome there was supposed to be a turkey friend named red feather yep who was going to be voiced by John Candy. But and we love John Candy. Died. Flashback to whatever episode it was where we got into our John Goodman versus John Candy debate. <laughs> which one makes you feel better inside? I was like Rescuers or the one after it, that, maybe. I, maybe, but that makes too much sense. I think it was just in a like, what if we talk about these? No, I mean first Rescuers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I remember it started with like, favorite John. Mm. It might have just been like, it could have been unrelated to... John Could've Candy been. altogether, just like, you know. let's just talk about Johns that we like. It happens. Uh, she's got a tree she talks to. <laughs> True. The tree was meant to be a dude tree initially, and then they decided to change it to a uh, grandmother, Willow, her name is. Makes sense. She's already got her dad. Like, she probably needs some we sort of... We can't have two parents in a movie, well, so... <laughs> fine, but she probably needs some sort of female influence somewhere in her life. Right. Um, it's supposed to be Gregory Peck, apparently. Don't know when or why he dropped out, hmm. but... He's a big name. Atticus Finch. Yep, that's about all I know. Um, Yeah, so we got a CGI tree, which uh, most of this movie is very pretty. Some of the CGI is not held up the best. There's also an early scene with like her boat that the hummingbird gets stuck on where the boat looks kind of out of place. Yeah. The characters themselves do look good, though. Like it's true. It's a very pretty movie. I gave it high scores when we get to that section. But, uh, look, you know, realistic. We talking? people. Hmm. We're not talking to the tree yet here, but Pocahontas is talking to her, her lady friend, whose name I don't know, and she talks about this dream she's been having. It's like, oh, I don't know what the dream means. I gotta figure out what I'm doing in my life, basically. And then she later goes to discuss that with her tree grandma. Uh, we also meet uh, the hunk meathead of the village named Kokuum, who is wanting to marry Pocahontas, but it's a 90s Disney movie, so of course Pocahontas doesn't want to get married. Instead of doing the, like, he's full of himself or whatever, or, like, he's not a good fit, like, he seems to be yeah. a nice guy. Seems like, like a regular old dude. He's the best warrior they've got, and he seems to have her best interests at heart. There's another part much he's... later in the movie where he, you know, warns her about leaving the territory or whatever. 
sneaking and you know sneaking out or whatever he's polite and respectfully asking for you know her hand in marriage or whatever yeah but he's not you know the romantic lead of the movie so fuck him i guess we're not supposed to like him that much and it's not his fault that like arranged marriages are a system he grew up with like sure he helped win a big battle and then went like hey how about i get your daughter as a reward (laughs) and And the dad sure i mean you did win the battle but i mean in the in Powhatan's case, then maybe like you know, this is the best man around. Of course, I want my daughter. Seemingly the only man around. <laughs> Women can't make decisions for themselves. That would be absurd in any society in yeah. 1600s. So it's true. Uh, the chief does some singing here. I don't remember what song because it's been a while. But he does some singing, and it's like the most drastic. Like we are suddenly a different singing voice, mm-hmm. uh, which has been a thing throughout most of these Disney movies. Like it's a broad. It can't be a Broadway thing. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> no. no. We bring in Broadway singers to do the singing. Not usually. this time, though, because we used... Uh... Jim Cummings. Yeah. Yeah. It's just immediately like, oh, no, here's... That's Goofy's friend. <laughs> yep. And suddenly he's here instead of the Native American chief. Mel Gibson apparently did his own singing in this one, mm-hmm. which I don't know why we didn't just make Jim Cummings do that, too. We didn't even talk about him in our list of, like, his 2020... Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Mel there's Gibson. also just a whole pile of Mel Gibson crazy that we just put aside. Yeah. I mean, I might get heat for this, but, like, I've never really been a big fan. I haven't seen... Of Mel Gibson. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I thought you meant of, the, like, the no, people... No, that, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Let me rephrase that whole statement. Yeah. I might get heat for this, but I've never been a big fan either. <laughs> Mel Gibson, I he was pretty much crazy by the time I would have been old enough to start watching Mel Gibson movies, so I just never did, really. Yeah. So, like, I've seen clips of Braveheart. I've never seen all of it. I've about seen say, about you know, half of The Patriots. You know, oh, I have seen The Patriot. That's going to ruin everything. I was about <laughs> to say, you know what I think is the only Mel Gibson movie I've ever seen? Not, not counting Pocahontas. Not, oh, I haven't seen that. Oh. Chicken Run. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to watch that a lot. <laughs> I saw it once. But, uh, yeah, I, I also have not seen much of his, you know, Ovra. So uh, I don't know a whole lot about it. I haven't seen the Lethal Weapons, uh, or you know, I have seen. I haven't seen Braveheart. I do like Signs actually. It's yeah. it's good for like eighty percent of the movie, and then it gets real dumb. But the eighty percent that leads up to it is pretty. Yeah, good. I don't know that I've seen a, sh- a, a, a. I certainly haven't seen a like Shyamalan Shyamalan movie. We mm-hmm. you know talked before about how he did like some random movies that don't seem like he wrote Stuart Little. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was when we talked about it before, but. Maybe that was off off my conversation. It was like a text conversation, yeah. but yeah. It's like, oh, he did this? Okay, this is this. What's your favorite Shyamalan movie? Oh, well, I saw Stuart Little. <laughs> like, that's uh, where I get off. I'm going to guess Signs is my favorite Shyamalan movie because I, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen the good ones. I haven't seen Sixth Sense or I think I saw The Village once. I did. It's not good. Um, and then I saw Last Airbender, which was a million times worse. Nope, didn't see that. Right. I don't know either Avatar. I don't know Blue People Avatar or Cartoon Avatar. Mm, just uh, around the river bend is where we're at in the film right. now so so far for i could just read my whole notes here i don't, don't go too far the, away look i was checked out from the start i didn't even write the full <laughs> name of the movie poka poka i normally write the title and then the year it came out at the top just poka i was eating nachos at that point though, yeah so you like, explained this off mic but yeah. it was nachos and then it was your three-year-old so then i got you. is he a bad guy jump straight in mermaids redo rebel daughter love and dad not for kids story too involved songs too old willow godmother already clear ratliff is a 
bad is bad but hammer it home i think we're meant to like john smith but yeesh raccoon dog foils great leadership ratcliffe does not hide his intentions pocahontas and john meet a minute later they can communicate tells her how (laughs) way ahead of me now how the british people will improve their way of life hurts her feelings one song later it's fine (laughs) yes but yeah, I don't know. She talks to the raccoon in the tree and then dives in the water. We do and... Just Around the River Bend, which is our, like, I want song of the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> which it's comes funny. to her. She, but the I want is, she, I don't know what we I want. We started to talk about the dream and then didn't. Yeah. But, like, she has a dream where something's coming, right? And right. a new thing, a big new thing is coming. <laughs> and, like, yep. turns out it's it's all bad. <laughs> like, it is. Well, her dream is she sees an arrow because Indians. <laughs> it's spinning around and she doesn't know where it's gonna go yeah and she can she discusses this with her tree (laughs) (laughs) grandmother willow gives some good advice of you know follow your heart or whatever but just some clear white people (laughs) shit like uh you know she has a vision because they do that kind of shit and then she talks to her tree with a raccoon and her hummingbird friend yeah, it's, you know, some Indian stereotype Yeah, she gets bingo. in the canoe, and there's a fork in the water, and, like... Yeah, she comes to a little... We're gonna little... put her in a real short dress, it'll be great. <laughs> like, will anyone else be scantily clad? No, not really, no. just her. Like, her friend will be covered up top and bottom, but... True. She comes to a literal crossroads in the river while she's singing this song. Like, which way do I want to go? Blah, blah, blah. Right, yeah. However the fucking Subtle. song goes. Subtle, yeah. Yeah, again, the, the most of the lyrics, like when we get to any song that the white people sing, where it's like lyrics like they're not like you and me so that must mean they're evil right. <laughs> there's one where they even say like things are bad when they get diverse or something yeah, exactly. like that which was the like censored lyric from what the original was and then they still put the original on the album that they just <laughs> released like just nobody would notice <laughs> more, attention. Like, someone was mad they had to change it like well fuck you i'm putting <laughs> it on the cd anyway like i gotta get this really good indian burn in there <laughs> <laughs> oh you an indian that's burn a different that's, thing. A, that's the other childhood thing that yeah. we know about indians yeah, I'm sure there's... Uh, what do the kids call that now? Is there a non-racist way to, like, rub your hands together on someone's Indian arm? Indian strap match? That's another thing we know. The Yapapai. Native American Tatanka. Yeah. We got... Uh, which one's the one that's not really... Uh, Strongbow. Okay. But, a lot of Indian wrestlers over the years that but, are uh, often white yeah, dudes. Wahoo McDaniel and... Uh, Wahoo was actually... Okay, he yeah. was. That's all I know Jim about Ross him. is, you know partially and he likes to talk about it on his podcast uh, <laughs> i'm not buying it i gotta say it's what a lot of old of white grandpas like, yeah, say yeah like well i'm you know that's when everybody starts using fractions and you know those fuckers <laughs> don't know how fractions work it's true like you know i'm like two seven hundredths it's like what the fuck is that like <laughs> my mom was a quarter so that means i'm a sixth I'm like nope that ain't it um listen to the earth and shit and you will learn where to go is what my note says in summer that's i don't even know what it means but that's a saying just naming stuff (laughs) indian (laughs) oh lord we're gonna get canceled for this podcast it's not our fault we're talking about how we didn't learn this shit that's true we're on the side of of the of the aaron Rodgers woke mob jesus we didn't even really discuss this but if you're not in tune with current american uh you know events the pretty much one entire party's entire thing is we don't want to teach white people they were bad in the past uh when the other a lot of states are actually trying to adjust how uh 
history is taught in America. Because look at us two dumb fuckers that clearly don't know anything. Yeah, and we like want to know things yeah like, we don't want to learn new things at this point in life but we want to have learned in the past but we want our like children to learn yes, it the right way from definitely. the start and like i would be curious it would be hard to like undo what you know at this point like, right sure look up new stuff but you're still gonna think about what you learned when you were little i mean go on the internet any day you can find like oh here's a whole new thing that is fucking depressing that i didn't know about <laughs> I've learned it now. Like, I am burdened with this knowledge. Here's an atrocity that fucking happened in 1973. Your parents were teenagers at the time, and their parents might have done it. I mean, our parents have told me about how they used to do any, any, meeny, miny, moe, like, Um, grab an (laughs) inward by the toe. Like, why? Why is that a thing? Or, like, there was one that's like, I don't even know. It's something. It's this is gonna be a fun game. <laughs> it's like something's. It's got to rhyme with not whatever it is because it's like I don't know. Circle, circle, dot, dot. You're an inward and I'm not. Like what? it's like that. Like <laughs> just, just, just. Why? Like why are we doing this? Oh lord. To be fair to our parents, it's not like they were just walking around saying that when we were growing up like in no, casual conversation that's true it would be you know the occasional hey here's a fun saying remember this one yeah, i guess but like what a weird thing to be nostalgic for well tell that to every old person right i know i know so can't anyway, say nothing anymore she uh she has a vision she and sees some sales she comes to a literal crossroads in, yes. the, in the river walk river water river, whatever anyway then there's 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 the white people yeah, she sees sails, the boat's coming up to the shore. Again, we didn't talk a whole lot about Ratcliffe, but he's, you know, super uptight English dude. He's got a little prissy assistant guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the says same things. guy voices both of them. It's true. He's the voice of Cogsworth, too, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he has a fun part where he's like, I've never been a popular man. And then the prissy guy's like, I like you. And then <laughs> that, that's about their dynamic. And, you know, he wants gold just because he thinks that's what they got in the new world and that's how he'll uh move up in the world and so we land at the shore he immediately tells he shows up with a crew of like maybe six people it looks like (laughs) he sends two of them to go build a fort and two of them to go scout and the other two he hand shovels to like i feel like our priorities are out of order here Uh, well he said nobody liked him he couldn't find anyone else to come on the boat with him like true but like fast forward to when I assume at least a few weeks have gone by in this story and they're all just still in fucking tents. They built a wall, but they haven't built anything else for their settlement yet. But oh well, we can keep digging and try to find this gold. So as they pull up, she hides in the trees because white people wrote this. <laughs> so she they thought That's Pocahontas a good hiding was, place. They thought she was fucking Tarzan and like <laughs> let me just swing from tree to tree like, you know, natives mm-hmm. do. Like Fair enough. That they talk to animals and they can climb trees. Like, they think Mowgli is like... Yeah, they got their Indians confused. Oh, oh. Uh, Lord. Uh, John Smith walks out to go investigate, brings his gun with him. Uh, well, you know, you need protection or whatever. But they're very much... We get to a later scene where he actually sees Pocahontas. And it's very much shoot first, ask questions later. Like, he is ready to fucking blast them. There's no contingency plan of, like, well, let's make contact and maybe we can talk and come up with a plan. Or it's like, nope, we will find savages and shoot them. The way we introduced him was, this is John Smith, and he's that savage shooting guy. That's his thing. (laughs) Yep. He's a savage shooting bitch. (laughs) 
That's how he gets down. Um, but as Pocahontas is watching John Smith, her little raccoon marches out there. I didn't learn the fucking raccoon's name. Uh, but he... Uh, the bird is, is flit. Something like that. You know, he's a fat, derpy little raccoon and wants to eat. So he goes and marches right up to John Smith and finds him. And Smith is like, whoa, who are you, little fella? And then he pulls out like a little biscuit for him to have. And he's like, oh, you like this? I'll try eating it for six months or whatever. But like, raccoons... It's actually lambus bread. Yeah. Raccoons don't make uh, saliva. Don't they have to like wash their food before they eat it? Because they can't... They have to like Joey Chestnut hot dog dunk their food. Because yeah. they can't swallow it otherwise. They're going to go give him a dry ass Popeye's biscuit. Like, yeah, that's, that's not going to work well. That's the accuracy part where I would draw a line <laughs> in the sand on this yeah, movie. Yeah, seriously. He can't eat that cookie. There's no way. <laughs> fucking dry ass boat biscuit. <laughs> I, we're having fun. I'm going to say, I gave this movie a bigger score than I thought I was gonna, so stick around, everybody. Uh, the village elder does some magic and shows a vision of the white settlers and their guns, like, just, like, the pig prophecy from fucking Black Cauldron is what this village elder can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we get another song here. Yeah, we get the settlers singing, uh, the cleverly titled Mine, Mine, Mine song, because... The rat Ratcliffe wants them to mine for gold, but also it's mine. Ah, greedy. I think that's pretty fun. I don't remember how the song goes at the moment, but nope. I remember liking it. Since downloading the uh, large collection of Disney sing-along songs on my phone, I've gotten more familiar with some of these, so I've listened to it a few times with my son. I still don't understand with all the stuff on the Disney Plus why there's not just i mean there's a few of the like we made a covid special here's a sing-along that's but like the, the old school like uh vhs sing-alongs of different uh yeah here's just a collection of all the songs like yeah. that should be a thing why not just or shuffle just, it the, yeah you wouldn't even have to do the old school ones like there ought to just be a thing you click that just plays a random <laughs> yeah. disney song and that just jumps from one to one so busy it should be the like screensaver <clears throat> of disney plus yeah. like just like all of a sudden here's when you wish upon a star mm-hmm. fucking second star to the right i don't remember where we're at anymore pocahontas and john meet a minute later they can <clears throat> communicate yes that's where we are Tells her how they're gonna make everything better for him. yeah he, he, john smith finds pocahontas in like standing on a rock in like a lagoon i don't know up in a tree right no they're in the water at this no, point but he almost finds her when he makes friends with the raccoon when they're right, in the we, tree we're now we're in the water where they meet climbing a tree in the like armor he had on yeah, like seems, seems impossible to do also what no one else is wearing armor like why does he dress like this because they had to talk about how they have the metal skeletons or whatever That's later true. on in the movie fair enough but yeah he sneaks up on pocahontas and she stands up in a position that like no one has ever stood in before like shoulders back looking over her shoulder and very silly and john who was totally down for shooting uh, two seconds ago doesn't because she's a girl and you know we can't be doing that (laughs) and then yeah well i mean he has been on a boat for several months (laughs) that's a fair point he was looking for a woman uh and then yeah they learn each other's language immediately or maybe just pocahontas learns english i don't know that uh john smith actually learns anything then he hurts her feelings, and yeah. then she gets over it, because, again, we not only hired only white people to do this, we only hired men to do this, so well, obviously, just, you know, skipping over how women yeah. react to he, things. He says things like, oh, well, we're here to teach you, we're here to make you, you know, more civilized like us, and he, she's like, what the fuck, we have our own lives, we don't need your shit. I mean, there is some kind of cute 
stuff where he's like, we're looking for gold. And she's like, what's that? And he's like, it's it's yellow. It's very valuable. And she's like, oh, we have plenty of it. And hands him corn. like Which is way more valuable to them as they're like starving. And right. Like, you know, it's actual you food. You can do lots of shit with it. But also later he shows up with the corn to show like, hey, I met an Indian. These people are kind of cool. Let's not kill them. This one girl I met is kind of cool. But shows him the corn. He's like, look, it's delicious. And then... But she didn't tell him, like, how to cook it or anything, so, like, was he just gnawing on a raw-ass corn cob? Like, that doesn't seem like it would work well. Uh, in a related story, the girl who grew up next door to us uh, put on Facebook in the last week that she only just discovered that a corn dog is called a corn dog because it has, like, sweet cornbread around it that's been, you know, that's fried mm-hmm. in. Made like cornmeal. Yeah. Found this out at the age of, you know, 30 three or whatever like finally piece this together like is there anything better though than a foot-long corn dog it's true i mean it's hard to argue with we went to the my wife and i went to the state fair recently and they were supposed to have a two-foot corn dog around and we mm. never found it i have seen i saw a two-foot hot dog once at a mm. texas rangers game i didn't get one but like i took a picture of it <laughs> just in case you just need a two-foot wiener picture you never know when that might come in handy Ooh, but boy <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean a foot long corn. I'm not fucking around with a dinky corn dog though. Like I need a sizable corn dog, or I'm not gonna eat it. I only eat them when Sonic has them for fifty yeah, cents. Yeah, but even then, it's like uh, this is a frozen. This is a bar s corn dog. I could have just. I mean, sure, but how are, are you going to a lot of football games or state fairs? Like no, where I'm else are you getting I'm legit corn the dogs? Same as like uh, it just seems like a frozen corn dog. Like I want. It's a fucking hot dog. Like. <laughs> It's not I, nutritional. I know it's not nutritional. Or fresh. But like, I just want, uh, I just want more. Sonic <laughs> okay, is capable that. of doing better, and I want more. I'm not convinced they are. Well, you know, it depends. Uh, meanwhile, natives are getting shot by the colonizers. Uh, you know, they show up, and then it doesn't go well because spoilers: one side has guns, and uh, the main thing we learn here is that Thomas. Uh, Voiced by Christian Bale, he's, you know... I like his character a lot. You can tell there, there's a decent amount of characterization going on for, like, a pretty low-level character in the in the uh, grand scheme of things. But he clearly looks up to John Smith. Uh, he gets treated like shit by Ratcliffe because he's just not a good shot. He almost shoots Ratcliffe in this scene here because gun safety is not a big deal at this point. And it's comedy. Yeah, comedy gun safety. Well, I mean list things wrong with this movie that's gonna be pretty far down there but it goes on the list though <laughs> well ratcliffe puts thomas on his shit list because he's because of all this and so we get uh thomas's motivation which will be important later in the film uh, right ratcliffe uh can sort of sense the men are turning on him a little bit and then says well you know you know why we haven't found the gold it's because the natives already have it mm-hmm. and that's why you know we can't find it because they've already stockpiled it all and we got to go get them must this be redirects the men's anger yeah we've been here two weeks and we ain't found shit so it's right. got to be them the gold is unfortunately not right on the coast <laughs> yeah as far as we've made it <laughs> yeah yeah john smith says he'll build buildings and destroy all the trees and teach the natives the way that they should be living and uh, pocahontas doesn't care for this and then we're painting with all the colors of the wind which is you you could probably boil this movie down to just this song and then move on with your life because it's a great ass show-stopping number it's very visually impressive it lists all the indian stuff all in one go <laughs> you yeah know? 
uh, blue corn moons and all that jazz. <laughs> corn dog moons, maybe. Uh, but, I mean, it's really good. Like, watch your broken dreams dance in and out of the beams of blue corn moon. <laughs> How do you feel about blue corn tortilla chips? Just like every other tortilla chip. I kind of like them, though. Like, if you got a, you know, you go to a restaurant, you got a bowl of, like, most of them are the white ones and occasional blue one. You're like, you get excited about eating the blue one. yellow. I rarely see white ones. Well, either way. White corn is the thing, too, but. The point is, you got a random blue one or a red one, a random red one in there. Like, it's kind of like, I'm excited about eating this chip. Like, it would have just been any other chip. But, like, this one's red. How about that? You're not wrong. I mean, we have bought... Uh, like you know full bags of blue ones before like just like this is neat i'm eating a different color like that's fun <laughs> that's what does it for you these days huh <laughs> i meant you know this is i was thinking like as a kid when i first saw my first bag of like blue corn tortilla chips but, like uh exciting what i was gonna say is yeah there's they're still on their a game in the music department it seems like the writing may have dribbled dribbled that's not uh dwindled a mm. bit mm-hmm. <clears throat> since you know aladdin beauty and the beast lion king all the great shit that we had such glowing things to say about uh leading up to this film but it still seems like Minkin is killing it to me but also in this scene pocahontas like tries to show that she's one with nature and walks up to a bear mother and like takes its cub and hands it to john smith which is questionable uh advice i'd say it's powers they got (laughs) yeah Be, be one with the bears um but also as as hokey as a lot of the lyrics uh in in this film have been i do like some of the ones in this song like you know the point is you need to know what the earth is about you can build all this stuff and own all this stuff but it doesn't mean anything if you're not in tune with the earth and there's lyrics like you can own the earth and still all you own is earth until you can paint with all the colors of the wind and all that shit um so, like, there's some thoughtful stuff for the kids out there. Yeah, you'll learn things you never knew you never knew or whatever. Like, yeah. More out there than, you know, than you know about. Don't be so greedy, motherfucker. Yeah. Smith kind of handsy is the next thing I wrote. I don't remember why. <laughs> Just in general, he was. Checks out. <laughs> but uh, Willow says to him that he's got a good soul, apparently. Are we to that point? I uh, thought that's what we were doing after Colors of the Wind. But I don't know. Um, Pocahontas talks to her dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, lady friend finds out Pocahontas is hanging with John Smith and is like, don't do that. What? Or oh, they're talking in the corn, right? And then she yeah. sneaks off in the corn mm-hmm. with him. She's got to keep that secret. You know, it's a good show. Hee haw. Unrelated. They Incredibly got... unrelated. Well, no, it's related. They tell jokes in the cornfield and then they go back down. And also, then they, like, I'm not just going to go along with the fact that Hee Haw is a good show. <laughs> well, it's a good show if you go into it knowing it's so unfunny that it's funny. Yeah. Like,. And then, you know, if you just enjoy the, like, musicians that are involved in it. But, yeah. The comedy is not funny, like, no. bites. It's like the fucking Muppet Show. Like, there's it's never true. been a funny joke on the Muppet Show. But, like, eh, you like... A couple. There's, you're right. But, like, you like the characters enough. We're like... I like when they do the dancing skit on I the like Muppet the show. Muppets like, more than I like various country artists from the 70s. It's fun. It's the point. Watch a fucking hee-haw sometime. <laughs> Tell Jake he's grumpy. <laughs> John Smith takes the knowledge that there's no gold in these parts rather well. Like, uh, you know, Pocahontas is like, no, we don't have any of that here. And he's like, oh, shucks, what are you going to do? He's like, not there for the gold anyway. He's there to kill savages. He's there like, for the pussy. <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> Maybe that's why he has to kill so many. Maybe. He fucks all their women, and then, like, he's got to kill them afterwards. I was going to say. the men, I meant. 
Maybe this would be way <laughs> darker. <Either> or. <laughs> oh, Lord, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I was gonna say, he doesn't seem to question like, oh, this might go badly or anything now that, you know, our leader finds out well, there's no. no gold here. He's Twitter painting. Like, well, he's, he's not true. even thinking about the gold anymore. Maybe you're right. Got lust in his eyes. Then he meets the tree, at which point I wrote, It's talking, Mary. The tree is talking. <laughs> Don't encourage it. But, yeah, he talks to Grandmother Willow, who says he's a good, good dude, a good I guess. a good soul, and he could belong there, too. And then, then I wrote, Grandmother Tree is horny, because <laughs> she says something like, Oh, you're a fine fella, or something like that. I don't know. She's, yeah. You're easy on the eyes, or some shit. She's, in, she's into him. The tree's into him. <laughs> Yeah, that's a thing. The int wives are missing, and here's one right here in the New World. And then at this point, a bunch of natives from elsewhere arrive to the camp, and there the warriors come to town. I Is don't... this the part where she, like, trips some people? The willow, the, the like... tree trips. Yeah, yeah. Billy Connolly and the other dude. And, like, whips them, because there's got to yeah, be a butt thing. Smacks them on the butt. Yep, 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 butt thing. There was a butt thing. Yep, the warriors, they've sought out warriors from neighboring tribes to, like, mm-hmm. help them battle the, the whiteies. Yep. And then, uh... This is where I talked about the corn. Smith goes back to uh, the colonizers, tries to talk him out of fighting, shows him the iracorn, declares it to be better than hardtack and gruel, despite not actually eating it or knowing how to cook it, (laughs) just chomping down on raw ass corn. (laughs) This hot girl gave it to me. It's got to be good. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And at this point, Ratcliffe is like, no, don't fraternize with them. Uh, Anyone who looks at an Indian without killing it will be hanged. And he says this while looking at Thomas. So foreshadowing for, you know, probably our next scene because I don't remember anything else. He sends Thomas. Well, John sneaks out and Thomas follows him. Is that next? Yes. Okay. And then then we go to the corn where the good friend tells, you know, snitches on Pocahontas (laughs) after she runs off in the corn. Yep. (laughs) Children of the corn. That's a movie I haven't seen. Me neither. I I don't do horror movies. Oh, follow John and shoot any Indians you see. Right. So then John is going back to the tree to meet with Pocahontas. Uh, and they the tree is like, you gotta stop this fighting. Like, you two are the ones that can bring this, these two warring, you know, tribes, I guess, together uh, and prevent the violence. And they said, okay, fine. We will go talk to your father. And that's going to be the plan. And then they kiss, though. And, uh-oh, people are watching this because Thomas followed John Smith and... Kokomo. Kokuum. Oh, okay. Yeah, was seeing, you know, Pocahontas making out with the white dude, and he freaks out and chases after him, screaming, and tries to attack John Smith with a knife, and then that's when Thomas shoots Kokuum. And so, like, now it's like, oh shit, we're in, you know, the middle of a war now. But Thomas murdered a man. He what? does, yeah. Kokuum dies. It's not even like, oh, he'll be fine later. No, he dies despite there being no bullet wound on on him because yeah. it's a kid's movie. And we don't like spend any like time, time on like it. mourning him. Or, no, like, Thomas has to like reconcile with like I've killed this man who didn't do anything wrong or like all just really. because you know I was worried about John and I was trying to do what Ratcliffe told me. Like we don't do any of that with Thomas. Like, no, just but as ham handed as this like conflict has been built up, I feel like this is the scene that did it right because it's like we know everybody's motivation we know thomas like wants to prove himself and is getting pressure from the boss man to go fucking kill some indians and he sees one trying to attack his hero and you know actually does something about it right but, but then we blow it by dropping the consequences from true the scene. i mean it leads to a fight 
we're gonna we gotta sing yeah. a song about how we hate each other gotta have a big broadway number where we go savages savages because they're both calling the other ones savages right yeah because again ham hands right it's, <laughs> we're basically redoing the uh you know the the towards the end of beauty and the beast when when gaston is rallied, yeah. rallying the uh, musically the it's pretty similar too mm-hmm. to uh, i don't remember how that went now but i like it y'all i can remember is the like Macbeth line or whatever about the tiger purge to the sticking post or whatever it's called that's not the line, but it's something like Tie that. him to the whipping post? That's <laughs> no, a different song. S- nail it to the sticking post, or I don't know. I, that's too far away. I'm doing it. Anyway, proceed. Smith captured shit's bad. Uh, Pocahontas' necklace gets stomped, which we haven't mentioned once yet, but Pocahontas was given a necklace by her father that used to belong to her mother. Her mother is gone, but is characterized by the wind whenever it blows through, which is like... A good thirty percent of this movie is Pocahontas standing there while wind blows around it's her. Like da 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 da. Screw your courage to the sticking place. Yeah, which is like that's a like line in and of itself that just sounds badass. Like yeah. sc- I don't know what it fucking means. <laughs> nope. Like screw your courage to the sticking place. <laughs> like whatever, but like shit man like that sounds serious but this the like shits on feeling that goes with that song also goes with this song even though the lyrics are a bit dumber i feel where it's like we got two warring sides that was going savages savages and it's building up to a big climax unfortunately the climax is one of the bigger issues i have with this film because we kind of don't have one mm-hmm. like built in at all because just taking a step back, the climax is a war not happening. Like, how are you going to do that in an intense way? The way they do it is a lot of running and intense singing. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess you got to do what you can. But, like, also, we're doing a Romeo and Juliet story, but Romeo and Juliet both live. So, like, what's the story? Right. And they both live and don't end up together. Like, right, yeah. We have to deal with that. We're like, we've set up a romeo and juliet we're not going to kill them off we're, we're not, not going to do a tragic or a happy like we ending set them really up like as a like this is meant to be like a romance story we've set up like right but then we don't connect with that and we just like he's going back and she you know is gonna stay here and leaves are gonna go from one to the other and yep. like spoilers for a couple scenes from now when the movie yeah, actually just, is you know just summer loving here like basically both gonna go back and tell you know the one time I had a fling with a savage, I guess. Right, and I don't recall at all if Pocahontas 2 is in any way resembling good, but, like, there's more story to tell with that because she goes to another country and learns the customs there and, like, gets roped into aristocracy shit. I don't remember. But she meets the dude. Sure. I think John Smith is in that story, but they don't meet, like, they don't get married because John Rolfe is also in that story, and they do. So I don't remember how any of that is handled, but... I'm going to guess Mel Gibson doesn't come back for it either. Yeah, I don't know. I know nothing about it. Anyway, Powhatan has captured John Smith and declares that he will die at dawn for no apparent reason. Like, we're all, we're not even going to, like, interrogate or torture him in between now and then. It's just like, eh, it's too dark now. Fuck it. Tie him up. <laughs> but, you know, he we just wait. Then Pocahontas and John Smith get to have one last, like, nighttime conversation here of like oh how did we get to this you know i'm so sorry this is all my fault you know you're gonna die and smith says i'd rather die tomorrow than live a hundred years without knowing you and i'm just thinking like yeah you know 
you gave me some corn. <laughs> we we looked at each other in the wind that time. <laughs> yeah. Talked to a tree. Me. Like, yeah. this is all worth dying for, I gotta say. <laughs> Which, again, is a line that would make sense if, like, they're gonna be together in the end, but, like... Which, again, they're not. Because... Right. Because historically they aren't, but like at this point, we've already written so much his- rewritten so much history. Why not just say fuck it? They're together and they're the king and queen of America. Like, <laughs> who gives a shit? And then there was never a dispute between exactly. The two people again. But no, because we don't look to the look forward to the future at all at the end of this movie. Like. Right. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, if you're in the pitch room for this movie, like every none of it makes sense. Like, we're gonna do it's a kids movie, but we're doing. You know, a storyline that's, like, based off romance, and then we've got, you know, star-crossed lovers, but they don't end up together, and then... Nor does anyone die. We have to go back to the, like, stick to your own kind at the end, because the white people go this way, and the natives go this way. Pretty much. That's it. Like, and it doesn't... Who feels better after watching this? I don't know. And we didn't learn a lesson. We didn't do, like, is he going to go back and, like, he didn't, like, talk his brethren down. We don't need to fight the natives. Like, we need to paint with the colors of the wind. And, like, no, he didn't do any of that shit. They nope. just, just go back. Yeah. And then, like, just say we're done. Right. And then, like, you know, they've done all they can for him, but he needs white doctors. Basically. <laughs> like, they do that shit, too. Like, well, yeah, we're jumping ahead, but, like, he's got to, we can't do anything for him here. We got to take him back to England, which maybe that was, I don't know, for right. Medieval so medicine. No, not but medieval. their fucking best plan is like, what if we put him on a boat? <laughs> and like, it's six months are gonna go by Covered before he gets like to England. He's either like gonna be dead or better by then, and regardless. Like, yeah, just, just and uh, you know, malaria or whatever yeah. the fuck they get. I'm just saying, if your plan for getting him better has a six month window, like your decision is out of your hands. Right. You could, if if your plan involves waiting six six months. Bring a goddamn doctor over. Like, why didn't you bring a doctor with you in the first place? Good question. You never thought, hey, we might need something? Like, (laughs) an important plot point. uh, She talked about the spinning arrow in her dream and shit. Uh, as John Smith is being taken away and Pocahontas is like wandering around, not knowing what to do and talking to her tree mom, she, uh, grandmother. She picks up John Smith's compass, which is an arrow on it, and it spins and spins and shows her where to go. It points her towards the sunrise, because all compasses point east, as we all know. <laughs> so I just thought that was a fun thing. It's not even thing. like a magic compass that like just points It's not a Jack your, Sparrow your, your compass. Desire. Yeah. yeah. I forgot that was a thing. It yeah, was. You didn't make is... that up. Um... But yeah, then we get to the actual climax where Pocahontas runs and sings and I'm, you know, jumps in front of him to save him from getting beheaded. At which point, uh, you know, the white people are all there with their guns and they're ready to shoot. But they're like, oh, what should we do? Maybe they just didn't kill him. Maybe we shouldn't do this. And then Ratcliffe is like, no, you need to. Somebody shoot him. And then he shoots and he shoots at Powhatan. But then... John Smith jumps up and dives in front of the bullet, and then all the white people are like, what the fuck, you shot John Smith, he's our buddy. So then they tie him up, and then the war doesn't happen. And everyone was friends in America for after that point, and it was a super happy ending. Um, Plus corn. Yeah. And then colonizers arrest Ratcliffe. Uh, Smith, injured, has to return to England. <laughs> And then, as Pocahontas and John Smith are saying their goodbyes, John Smith is like, it's okay, because I'll always be here with you, forever. 
but in a much more real sense, <laughs> I'll be going back to England and you'll marry a different white dude. <laughs> and also come to England. Yeah. Damn it, I should have just... Like, I really want Pocahontas 2 to just be like John Smith looking sad. Like, <laughs> they're getting married and he's like he's looking through the window. He's got green in his like, fucking leg. Well, and... too, but like, you were going to come to England? Like, I just, I thought you were going to move on. Like, he's just like... John is grumpy. Pocahontas 2, John Smith is a cuck is basically... <laughs> The, the plot I'm imagining. I think that kind of is what happens, because I'm pretty sure it's like a... Oops, spoilers for when we get to Hunchback of Notre Dame. There's like a, well, good job aspect of like, you two can be together and I'll just be here smiling <laughs> in the background. He doesn't get a, a different woman? Like, I don't think so. They're not going to have two women in a story. <laughs> As was Disney. Just, they should have just shot his wiener off in this story, and then like we could move on. Like, oh, I couldn't possibly marry you, my wife. <laughs> yep i couldn't possibly marry you my wiener you can't even say that without giggling i couldn't possibly marry you my wiener's been shot <laughs> almost it's dumb it the movie's is dumb. dumb our movie hits way more like i guess <laughs> our review is dumb i don't know if anyone's still listening to this six months till i can get the, the Six months so I can get the wiener reattachment surgery after it got shot off. No, you're getting a peg dick. That's what's happening. <laughs> it's I mean, the 1600s. I'm relatively sure pegging is a different thing. <laughs> oh, I hope there's not any wooden dicks involved in that either. That's, that's probably like, you know, like George Washington's teeth. <laughs> yep. Like, that's what they were using for sex toys back, that, back in the day. So, our scores. <laughs> Jesus. I realized mine were too high, but I don't have a pin, so I have to just remember what I wanted to move down. Also, I didn't put them in the spreadsheet because they don't hit. So here we are. We'll just we won't bother with a recap. It, this won't be near the top, so don't worry. Hell no. Uh, I with plot, I went with a two and a half. He means matters. We, with matters, I went with a two and a half. I went with a two. Uh, Romeo and Juliet, but with no stakes, basically. And we're already rewriting history. Why don't we just rewrite it to make a better story? But we didn't, and I think we've covered all the issues with that along the way. Yeah, either rewrite history or like just tell a like star-crossed lovers but said it like romeo and like just do romeo and juliet with yeah. like natives and and colonists or whatever if that's what you want to do i don't like, know how you do a disney movie that ends on such a sad note <laughs> like these two that. kids killed they, themselves well you don't don't do it that way you disney twist the shakespeare out of it and just you know uh you have them get together and then everyone be so happy for them they don't want to shoot each other anymore the end maybe but they didn't do that. They gave no, us this. They gave us this, and this sucks. And I gave it a two. <laughs> uh, Meanie. I gave Ratcliffe a two as well. Uh, Me he's too. pretty weak. You know, he has a few moments of, like, you're a dick, but not a moment where he's, like, scary. Yeah, he um, is a low-card heel. Like, yeah. we get what you're doing, and you're technically doing it okay. Right. Like, we, you're playing all the right notes. It's There's true. just nothing behind it. <laughs> he's jingoism, the character. <laughs> yeah. He's got no real depth. He wants some gold. He thinks the other people have it, and he's okay with killing them. He's a flashy dresser, and that's basically where all his heat comes from. He's got a cute dog. Yeah. That's about it. Um, The music is really good, but it's I wouldn't say exactly on par with what we've had lately. I gave it a four, um, you know, uh, orchestrally and, you know sonically in the way it's written arranged conducted all that shit i don't know the words for this but it's good the lyrics are pretty dumb at times but the music itself is you know very impressive 
Yeah, I gave it a three the, uh, and wrote and wrote that it's technically good, but it's not really kid-friendly in any way. Like, There's not a like catchy sing-along, I would say. Right. The lyrics are clever at times, and you know, like you quoted uh, Colors of the Wind before, and just around the river bend is, is you know, a, a nice little metaphor for what's going on in her life. But it, it all feels like it's way over the kid's head, and there's not any, like, you know, ooby-doo, I want to be like you. And like, maybe we would have gotten that if, you know, the original plot or the original plan for this movie of let's be more cute let's have talking animals here's john candy as a turkey like we probably would have got some version of that i don't know that it would have automatically been better it could have been you know you know we had a lot of real fucking stupid movies with talking animals too along the way but it would have been probably something more fun for the kids yeah, see, i think i would have just and especially with talking turkey uh john candy just shifted it on up the coast done a pilgrim mm-hmm. deal you know, that might them. have been better because you could have ended with Thanksgiving, and right. then that's a and happy then they, story. They, you know, they that also whitewashes. Well, it absolutely does, but then you're not tied down to a story where you didn't really stick to history anyway. Right? Like, just do your own. Like, here's how Thanksgiving came to be story. Yeah. And then the story goes. You know, they say, "What are we going to eat?" And then John Candy's like, "Well, don't look at me." And yeah, then yeah, like runs away. Go. Like in the end, like tries to fly and, and then just eats a turkey. <laughs> genius i mean that movie would have sucked too but it would have sucked less than this <laughs> well they can't help that john candy died well no but everything else was on them that's <laughs> true uh mise-en-scene i went with a four and a half it's a very pretty movie there's a few instances where it's like yeah that cgi didn't age all that well but color the color palette of this movie is very pretty the wind and pocahontas's hair i'm sure hair is fucking like the hardest thing ever to do in hand-drawn or cgi animation either but like it does a lot of really neat stuff and it looks good yeah four and a half i also gave it a four and a half uh the animation's well done the characters look realistic um you're right about some of the stuff not aging very well but uh you know then they took you know the steps the bare minimum steps of at least trying to find a a diverse cast to be in this rather than just like what if we you know redid what makes the red man red or something from peter pan and again that's what's weird is you know it was still uh, divisive at the time in terms of like, this is still kind of stereotypy and all that, but it was so many steps forward from the shit they did in the past that it's still, mm. I could see Disney execs being like, yeah, we're doing really good here. I could see right. white Disney execs going, yeah, we're doing really good here. We're going to shine a light on Native American actors and culture and all this. It's going to be great. Corn. <laughs> Put more lines in there about corn. Right. And grinning bobcats. What if we had them call it, you know, maze? <laughs> I don't even think they do that in this in this movie. Yeah, I don't even know. Um, message. I went with a three because it's a generic ass message of love conquers all, even when it's heavily manufactured to cover up actual history. The idea of like these people love each other and they stopped all the fighting, and if we learn to get along, it'll be great, you know. But it's covering up actual history with this generic ass message so it's not going to get a good score right it's just you know but does love the usual shit does it even conquer although they don't even end up together they stop a fight yeah and then go their separate ways pretty much i don't know yeah i gave it a one (laughs) all right because you know why was this movie made what's the point of this movie what what are we even doing here? Like, that's the whole thing. Making money. We thought this movie was going to be bigger than Lion King. Yeah. We put all our stars on this movie, and, you know, the underdogs made the one of the greatest movies ever. 
and then magic. I gave it a three on this as well, because it does still feel like 90s Disney, even if it's hokey and not very good. Like, just from the music and the visuals and, you know, the cast and all that, it maybe that's that also a lot of that is probably just nostalgia but like our magic score is also like what is the gif of this movie and you could pick any visual of pocahontas standing in the wind and shit and it would work so yeah. i went with it's not at on par with fucking lion king but it's still decent so i went with a three i went with a two i thought uh it was just Disney, like, trying to paint by numbers and trying to do all the, like, she'll have an animal friend and it'll do really True. silly things with another animal. And then she'll sing a I Want song and, you know, the there'll be, like, a conflict song. And, like, we'll just do all the things we do. And, like, really the only positive magic thing I would give it would be, like, Colors of the Wind. Like, and so that's holding up the magic score. It's holding so up I'm, most of this movie. Basically. So you add all <clears throat> that up and you get... Uh, 19 blue corn moons out of 30 for me. And I think for me, it's 14 and a half, uh, spinning compasses. Mm-hmm. So, spinning arrow compasses. Uh, Dustin doesn't have his, uh... Shit together. Yes. What's the word I was looking for? Excel spreadsheet. I mean, I can That's pull it out, I, I just didn't enter it because things were, like, in a weird order and I didn't know how to fix it. It puts it in 13th place for me, um, which is... Uh, just below 101 Dalmatians and just above Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. If it's 14 and a half, it is, for me, in between Sleeping Beauty and Fox and the Hound. And It's got to be pretty low on yours. Yeah, and Fox I would actually much there. rather watch Fox and the Hound than this movie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's where we are. Pocahontas. So it'll be in 22nd place for Dustin. So, But we also score shit differently. But uh, it is higher on mine than it is his. And it's mostly based on the visuals and quote-unquote magic of the film. Because I think we covered all the shit that's fucked up about it. We did. And sorry if we got overly woke on this podcast, but it's just a half-assed movie. Like, even if you take all the context out of it, it's basically doing a love story that's not as interesting as the past three that they did. Yeah, I think instead of painting with all the colors of the wind, like, they're painting with all the numbers. Like, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. what they're doing here. Like, we need this puzzle piece and this puzzle piece, and here's what we do. This goes next to this, and let's... Can we have and money we're now? We're done. <laughs> we put Mel Gibson in it. What do you want from us? Exactly. Now we get money. And they did. It made a shitload of money, even yeah. if it did not review as well, because Disney makes money hand over fist. And still does, and owns everything, and what the fuck even is the world anymore? <laughs> I made several leaps in that sentence, yeah. but, you know. Fucking Monopolies. Anyway, uh, speaking of Monopolies, I wish McDonald's would bring the Monopoly. <laughs> Let's talk about some snacks. Hey! That counts as a transition, right? I do wish, I do miss when McDonald's would do the Monopoly piece thing. I think they gave it away because of loads of, or they gave it up because of loads of corruption. Like the same fucking people were scamming the system each year. But I liked it as an excuse to go to McDonald's more often. We don't need an excuse. True. And we're, our McDonald's, I don't know what in the hell. (laughs) It's been covered on this podcast. (laughs) It just keeps going downhill like there is no bottom. Like... (laughs) I don't even fucking know. This last trip where I went, like, I sat in line forever, even though, like, so we've been going every Saturday for lunch. Mm-hmm. A time you would think they would know a lot of people are coming and we're going to need to have our shit together when people get there. In theory. But they don't. And they, each time has been, like, the McDonald's is, for reference, 
two and a half minutes from my house, maybe. And it's and one it's, of two and a half restaurants in this town. Right. And so each, like, it's been a 45-minute trip before where it's just like, how in the fuck? Like, I could have gone and sat anywhere, like... And so this last time, they like I, they clearly got my order wrong, but then like they just took the whole bag away from me, and it's like I should have said no, but like it's just like, what do you mean you want okay, food like, in there? Though take it, like whatever. And then they like didn't believe me, and they made me like show them a receipt about how I was supposed to have two four for fours and not like one four for four and then a three. <laughs> like clearly, it's not even I, a thing. Look at this. Like I did this. There's supposed to be there should be two burgers. One of them was supposed to be without a bun. It was a whole, like, thing for a no-carb thing of, like, we'll do a bun-free one. But when you do the bun-free one, it comes in, like, the, like, pancake tray that you get. So that's how I knew our order was wrong. Because they they didn't have the grocery sack. Right. So then, instead of letting me keep those two burgers, they took one back, (laughs) I guess, and made it into a bunless one, which I should have kept the bag and then just got... It was a whole damn thing, but it, it took forever, and then they wanted to argue, and like, <sighs> I'm just awful. And I went to, I'm sure you don't do this, but uh, I went through a Chick-fil-A drive-thru, not, didn't mess with any app ordering or anything. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, because it was 9 o'clock at night, and I just wanted a milkshake, but like, fucking, they did have done some shit. Have you been to one of those lately? Uh, no, not, I mean, not through a drive-thru. They don't have a window anymore. They got a door. <laughs> a, a door? Yeah. It's like two sliding doors that open up and the person's just like, here's your food because it's huh. Chick-fil-A or whatever. And there's 14 fucking people in their kitchens as opposed to the three at every other fast food place. But like, it's nuts. Now, I'm, and they had all the stations along the way where, you know, they have like three different servers standing outside to ask you shit, I guess. They didn't do that at nine o'clock at night, but... It was weird, and I felt uncomfortable, because I'm in a little car, too, anyway, so I'm, like, crotch level with everybody. And <laughs> Hey, everyone. <clears throat> I feel very close to your kitchen, and why is it open? But huh, Yeah, no, that is, that's something. It was know. odd. They just remodeled the one closest to the town where I live. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I haven't gone through the drive-thru well, since. Well, why I'm would you that, when you app order? Living that app life. But. Yep, curbside. I app ordered on Burger King today and got some dumbass email about crypto. So that's where fast food's going next. Can't wait huh. to get an NFT of a fucking Whopper. I don't know what that means. The future is dumb. Hmm. I did look into the crypto thing. I guess like it was like, a, give us all your information and download this app that where people use for this thing that I'm not going to name because I'm they're not paying to advertise this shit. Uh and if you do all that, you can possibly earn, I don't know what the fucking things are, but one of them's a Bitcoin, one of them's a Ethereum, and the, the odds for getting those were like 1 in 10,000 or some shit. <laughs> and then there was a Dogecoin, which was, I guess you just got that because it was the odds were 1 to 1. But that's the one that like fluctuates based on what Elon Musk is fucking tweeting about. So I don't mm. want that. You can keep it. <laughs> Thanks, Burger King. The Burger King app is the worst anyway, because it just... just never works. Yeah. Like, I, it, and it doesn't not work from the beginning. It makes you put in all your shit, and then you have to, like, slot machine press and hope it works with place your order. Mm. And then you just gotta wonder, like, am I getting charged every fucking time I do this? But... Yeah, most of the places on the app... Well, I don't know about most. A lot of the places on the app 
you know, it won't charge you until you like actually get there and go through the line. And I know you're anti like I didn't order on the app to go through the line. True. Like that's the whole point. But yeah. At least those, you know, if you have put in your order and then, oh, shit, that's a long-ass line. Never mind. Cancel that order. I've never done that. I normally go, like, I said I was going to do drive through but I'm parking and walking mm. in there and then standing there Well, that's not always a long time. for me because, like, just go in, like, pajamas and house shoes or whatever. And it's like, well, I'm not going in. <laughs> like, it's true. What's my plan now? Fair point. Although I did go in and house. Where did I go in and house shoes the other day? Oh, Little Caesars. Yeah. I'm Where done. it was like... I forget because I clicked the like go in option or whatever and then didn't remember until I got there like oh I'm in house shoes <laughs> yeah whatever like they don't give a shit well no they didn't notice I've decided I'm done with them until further notice anyway because like too many fucking times the little Caesars in my town is particularly rough and like they just don't they're not ready nothing's ever ready and they, I order on the app and I walk in and I don't talk to anyone because there was fucking 15 fires that the one lady that was at the counter was trying to put out at a certain time. And I arrived at like 525 and my son's daycare closes at 6. And I'm like, I'll just stand here and surely it'll be ready. And I just waited and waited and waited and waited and then had no time and just went, fuck y'all, I'm leaving. <laughs> and paid for pizzas and didn't get them and then went and got some other thing. And there should be an easy way to refund shit because shit just doesn't work sometimes with these app ordering systems and caesars is particularly bad about it <laughs> but they make millions of dollars and don't give a shit yeah i don't think i've had a bad uh, experience with the caesars app like i've used it uh, here you know in the the one closest to where i live and the one you know where i work and like it's gone well like now the one where i work does not have a drive-through so that was inconvenient but other than that, that is inconvenient. I know. I thought that was only the one in the town we grew up that didn't have a drive-thru. I know. So that sucked. That does suck. Yeah, because I had the boy with me, too. So it was like, oh, oh I can't bring him, him in, in too. Like, he's too cute. Someone will drive off with him. <laughs> so I got to get him out and walk him in there to get pizza where now I won't be able to hold his hand anymore. And, mm -hmm. like, and it's a crapshoot as to whether or not he'll be wearing pants on any given day. Mm-hmm. Did you, uh... The grilled cheeseburger at the Sonic. I did. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I had the grilled cheese burrito at the Taco Bell yesterday, too. That's a new thing. Yeah. I mean, they've done it before, haven't they? Like, I don't know. I it was. So. It's a the seasonal thing. Yeah. It's got, like, <clears throat> two wrappers on it, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, now they've got it with, like, double steak grilled cheese or yeah. whatever. That's yeah. what I tried to do. They definitely gave, they definitely gave me the wrong one because I ordered double chicken and it was steak and they ordered spicy and it was not. But, you know, I still ate it. It was good. Yeah, I ordered it like four or five times, and each time I was like, I don't even know if I really am that into this. It's like, kind of greasy, yeah. like with the cheese. It's just kind of a lot. Mm -hmm. The local favorites at the Sonic, that's nice. Now you can get the uh, the Frito Chili Pie through the app. Before, like, they were doing local favorites, but you couldn't get them through the app. Is, you had is to, that like... just a section on their menu? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because, like, each Sonic does things, you know, that are pop. Well, not, I don't know about each Sonic, but, like, maybe state by state, like... Mm -hmm. Like a steak sandwich is not on the menu at all, Sonics. Okay. It's just in, you know, and same thing with Frito Chili Pie. And so before, you couldn't get those things through the app. You had to make the rest of your order through the app if you wanted to, but then order those things once you got there. Interesting. And now you can do those through the app too. How about that? So that's a thing. Mm -hmm. That's a new fast food thing you may not have been aware of. Local favorites. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like most of the places now, instead of having anything fun and new coming out, just have some sort of, here's the celebrity favorite combo yeah i don't get that at all i don't either and we've covered already that we're old and we don't know who people are but like i'm not interested in what megan the stallion's favorite mcdonald's meal is like sure do whatever you want but like all of those meals are just like here's the four things mcdonald's make makes piled in a bag like it's not interesting i can make my own combo of the four things y'all make i want you to make a fun new thing right and like in the uh the burger king did one with nelly and i do know who nelly is i do too uh because he's but it was just like a you know like whopper jr deal and it was just like yeah well i could have got a whopper jr also nelly should eat more food than that it wasn't like we made a fancy new nelly burger or whatever like that uh you know it's hot in here burger or something i don't know (laughs) But it would have been ride with me to the drive-thru. <laughs> yeah. Hey, must be the mayonnaise. There you go. Know. See, we could fucking do this shit. Yeah. You know, Nelly, he's relevant. <laughs> totally. He's still a thing. I mean, the Burger King meal is the most recent thing I've heard of out of him. Before that was the fucking country song from eight years ago. Yeah, longer than that, I'm pretty sure. Not the Tim, Tim McGraw, McGraw one. No, because oh. he did a later one with Florida Georgia oh. Line. Oh, ooh. Yeah. yeah, I don't know that one. You do. It was the Cruise one. He's on that? They, he, they did a remix with him oh, later. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, I see him every now and then because he's a big St. Louis sports fan, and so he shows he's up from at... St. Louis. Yeah, he shows up at Cardinal Games all the time, and they invite him in the booth sometimes, and like, yeah. I hope you... Fans out there were coming to this Disney podcast for all the Nelly news. <laughs> yeah, his real name's like uh well, never mind. It no, was called whatever yeah, his real name was on the Burger King deal, yep. and I was like, I don't know who that is. Oh, it's Nelly. Okay. I felt relatively certain it was Curtis, but then that's it's... fifty cent is Curtis. So maybe they're both just named Curtis. Like Curtis is a name, but it's not like a super common name. I don't know people's names. I just know them as Fitty and Nelly. Yeah. But my point was... And the St. Lunatics. Okay. That's his, like, rap group friends. I didn't know that. That's his D12? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They do, uh... Da, 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 da. I don't know what they do. Never mind. <laughs> I've seen the Nelly song I like. Country it's Grammar. It's from, uh, uh, Bad Boys 2 with him and, 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 uh, Puff Daddy, where it's the shaky tail feather. Like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Do something, move something, shake the tail feather. <laughs> it's kind of like I was going to say. Like, it's not the exact same, but it is, it's it's similar to that, yeah. Yeah. Bad Boys Fitting too. for this episode. I haven't seen any Bad Boys movies. I haven't either. You know where I'm at on Will Smith. <laughs> I do. Not a fan for uh, also not Mar- really I mean, sure is why. Martin Lawrence funny? Like, I don't know. Like I never watched this show. I saw Big show. Mama's House once. Like, uh, I saw the commercials for Black Knight a lot, and I never saw the movie. Martin's TV show probably actually was really funny, but as far as movies go, like, I don't know if there's one that, like, jumps out at you. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. You're one that, you're right about the, like, medieval one. That is good. My point is, fast food places have, like, no options anymore, except Burger King. Burger King still does. They have, I wish they brought the fucking taco oh, back. the taco is so good. I know, but they still have onion rings and jalapeno poppers and, like, salads, and none of that shit is at McDonald's. It's all just burger, burger, chicken sandwich, fries. Well, we could rank the chicken sandwiches. Do you want to do that? No, because I didn't try any of them, so <laughs> oh. I... This, I mean, well, this would be the rank Jake yours. ranking of chicken <laughs> sandwiches. This will fucking be a, like, now. back and forth thing. I didn't try the Popeye's one. I don't know about... The, you told me 
only about the Burger King one and it's pickles. Oh yeah, the yeah. Popeyes one is the best in my opinion. It's spicy in particular. Chick Fil A is probably right under that. But it's not a new Chick Fil A thing. No, it's the like, same okay. one. But it's good. But everyone's trying to do that. Because everyone had the bright idea of, what if we made chicken what sandwiches good? All elbow out Chick-fil-A. Like, everyone decided at once, I like, mean, let's just fuck Chick-fil-A. Couldn't happen to nicer people. Well, sure. That said, it's delicious. It is. I could, you know, I every time when we do the hot dog eating contest and they list all the other shit they've eaten, I've been like, good God, I couldn't eat all that. That's a whole bunch. But, but if they did a chicken mini eating competition, yeah. like, I would dominate. That is... I could do a lot of chicken minis. I'm pretty sure I've walked in there and been like, give me 20 of them. How I don't know, however you want to split them up. They four do, boxes they, they of five or five boxes of four. They do a ten count now. Do they? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, do your, your chicken uh, rankings. I put the Burger King, uh, the chicking, they call it, which oh. is not a good pun. They should have worked <laughs> harder on that. Uh, it's I would put that at number three, but the problem with that one is they have bullshit new pickles. <laughs> Which they still have their regular pickles on everything else, but then they were like, let's get fancy pickles, which tastes much more cucumbery, and I'm not into cucumbers. Uh, which, by the way, is there a bigger difference in shit to good from the same thing with cucumbers and pickles? Yeah. Because pickles are the best, and cucumbers are ass on a plate. <laughs> right, and then anything that has touched a cucumber yes. still tastes it like it and will make other you like, burp cucumbers the mm -hmm. rest of the day, even if you didn't eat a cucumber. Like, uh, and us. my mother-in-law dices them up and puts them in a big salad, oh, and it's like, no. oh, you've ruined the whole salad. She does it with eggs, too, and I'm not into that I either. hate boiled eggs. Boiled eggs too. are the fucking worst. Then I'd say the McDonald's one is actually pretty good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got the like pickly brine taste to it because that's how they make them that's how chick-fil-a does them and they're so good they brine them in pickle juice is there did so did wendy's redo its chicken i don't or? think so i think it's still the spicy chicken sandwich which is decent. spicy chicken sandwich that used to be too. my like, go-to order but i don't think it holds either. up to these other ones anyway i want to order regular pickles because i like the pickles on my chicken sandwich but there's no way on the burger king app to be like don't give me your bullshit pickles <laughs> give me the normal pickles <laughs> don't need fancy pickles just yeah. give me pickles I don't even know how I would say that in a drive-thru window. No. Can you give me the chicken with no chicken pickles, but with Whopper pickles? <laughs> like, I don't want these. So. We had a, like, I, have, I think KFC has one, too. I haven't tried it. Old-ass conversation with our, our mother the other day where, like, she was trying to order something online and, like... I was talking about how using fast food apps is great or whatever. We were both trying to convince her. And she was like, well, I don't think it's that much. I just don't see why it's better. But like ordering through, ordering on the website like that, that, that normally works pretty well. It's just like, it's so just like you're not comfortable with apps is what Basically. you're telling us. Like, it's not that fast food apps don't hit. It's you just <laughs> need a mouse and a computer. Yes, so. And like, I don't know. That's just where you're at on your like age demo of like, I need a computer. I mean, fair enough. If she's on her phone more than us, most of the time, though, like it but... doesn't make any sense. And also, like they suggest getting like tablets for people much older than her True. because, like, they're simpler. Touch like, touch, yeah, point. Same reason, like toddlers have leapfrog things. Mm. Like, simple little. You know, my son can work my wife's iPad much better than I can. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a weird thing. I don't know when we're. I'm sure at some point it's going to be like, we should get this kid a tablet so get him to shut the fuck up and leave us alone. But, like, that's not a good idea. But also, like, he's got a really tall dresser in his room now because yeah. we upgraded his room. 
And I put my laptop on top of that the other day and was like, watch Blaze. Here, I'll put Blaze up here. You can't reach it. And you just sit in your room See, and play with this and watch it. And it works great. That wouldn't be satisfying for my son because he likes to be able to change the video to mm. a different one. I don't I'm want done to touch with this them. one. I want, to, I want to do this one. I have to tell him don't touch the laptop all the fucking time. Well, they have any, like, YouTube kids or whatever, like... Yeah, but that's frightening. Why, I mean, why? <laughs> just You're just giving the kids whatever the algorithm garbage well, is feeding him. I guess that's true, but he doesn't actually, like, watch more than 20 seconds sure. of any of them anyway. But yeah. Also, when my in-laws come over, they just go to... When I don't have a say in it, they just go to the YouTube app on my TV and, like, type in kid shit. And it's like, this is... You're watching a Let's Play of a Dora the Explorer game. Like, this is not entertainment. What are we doing? <laughs> the three-year-old does not know well, what this is, and yeah. I have no idea what's going to come up next in the autoplay. Because it fast forward 10 videos it's going to be violence or nazis because that's right. how youtube works that is yes or both. i mean that's accurate but also like i don't it's just going to be we're going to transition from talking snack to talking parenting you get everything but, like i also don't understand like every time or every time the kids go to like a grandparent whatever like the first thing they do is like well okay, we have to turn on disney channel we have to turn on like no i mean you don't like he's gonna be happy playing with those little cars over there like yeah. you just need to like watch and then like because then like our mom will complain about it later like oh i had to watch like paw patrol it's like no, you, you didn't. didn't you turned, you turned it, on. it on like he would have been happy to not watch it like hmm. she's talking about like peppa pig and was like he's never seen peppa pig i don't <laughs> even know who that that's one with like the dick nose right like <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's what I know about Peppa Pig. Dick knows. Fair enough. Jamie likes a lot of fucking shows, but if you entertain him with something else, he yeah, won't ask for them. Exactly. Like, um, I gotta pee. So should we just wrap this up? <laughs> so we're just uh, we're done here. Uh, coming up next is uh, oh, Hunchback. Even, is right? it Hunchback? I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's Hunchback. Okay, we'll say it's Hunchback. I mean, what else would it be? Mulan, some point. Uh, I think Mulan I think is post Hunchback. I, yeah, I think yeah. it goes. I think it might be Hunchback Hercules Mulan. And and so I think that's the 20... end of our season. Yeah, there you go. We We're coming about? up at the end of our season. It, it'll take another year. <laughs> be a fucking year from now. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I had some bonus episodes planned too. Oh, so well, okay, there you go. Anyway, thanks for listening to us. Um, I don't know how you're listening to us, but you can always check us out at Anchor.fm slash Dudes Watch Disney. Uh, if you want to support us, there's a button to do that there. You could be the first one. No one's done it yet, so have that on your resume. Yeah, I feel like I don't have any support from you people. <laughs> thanks, honestly, thanks for just getting to the end of this episode. Hey, I hope we didn't say anything too horrible. We were mostly just trying to be funny. Uh, you can tell us if we did or not. Uh, you can also leave comments. You can follow us on Twitter at Disney Dudes PC. You can email us uh, dudeswatchdisney at gmail.com. You can leave us reviews. You can give us a five star or a one star if you think we're dickheads and, you know, whatever. All that fun stuff. It's the internet. You know how it works. Yeah, I mean, chances are this is not your only podcast. Probably. Like, if you so found you us, know, you know <laughs> what to do. Yeah, so. If go it do is, it like what a sad like not to insult our <laughs> listeners but like what is like lonely like well maybe in six months they'll say something else I mean, like yeah like, you gotta you gotta want it for this podcast <laughs> i hope you have other interests <laughs> like you're reading good books or like you know something because yeah we, we, we don't get our product out to you very often we're sorry about that we're busy parents like it happens with jobs and all that We'll try to get you another one soon, and we hope y'all have a nice day.
I really gotta pee. Let's end this. Uh, all right. <laughs> Bye. Zippity doo da. Yep. I'm Dustin. I'm Jake. Dudes. Unzipping. <laughs> what?